is the federal government profiling traditional Catholics? Any Catholics? Have we got to that level? Well, according to ex-FBI agent and whistleblower Kyle Serafin, as I reported last week, he says, as promised, the FBI Richmond office pushing for source recruiting in the Catholic Church in order to mitigate hashtag white supremacy on the advice of the leftists and out of FBI policy, SPL Center, hate watch activists. And Kyle Serafin produced this report and also showed this document that was recently released. Here's a copy of it. And today, actually it was yesterday, Cardinal Dolan and the United States Catholic bishops have released a statement, which I will be covering today. And I, I think it's good, but I do have one concern about it. I just got back from Florida and I met with a number of important, really important people at the top of security, intelligence, and everyone that I spoke to on this topic says we're in trouble. I said, oh, but Taylor, they rescinded the document. Didn't you hear? They rescinded the document, so we're okay now. My question for you is, did they rescind the policy? Did they fire the agents who produced this document? Oh, but Taylor, they rescinded the document. Yeah, they got caught. The document spilled out into the public. And they said, oh, we rescind that. We take it back. We take back the memo. It lists groups. It lists policies. It lists behaviors. For example... I'll read from Kyle's report, which you can see here. This is what they're profiling. Racially or ethnically motivated violent extremists include, quote unquote, radical traditional Catholics or RTCs. The document assesses with high confidence the FBI can mitigate the threat of radical traditional Catholics by recruiting sources from within the Catholic Church. I think once upon a time, I wrote a book about this. Maybe. But I think it's just, everyone just said it's a conspiracy theory, right? It's not real. It's not real. If you think it is for real, like this video because I think it is real. The document goes on to say that RTCs, radical traditional Catholics, are typically characterized by the rejection of the Second Vatican Council, and they prefer the Mass in Latin. There's also an adherence, they say, to anti-Semitic, anti-immigrant, anti-LMNOP, and white supremacist ideology. Now, I was, uh, I was at Latin Mass this past Sunday, and I can honestly tell you that at the traditional Latin Mass that I was at, I looked around. I, I don't even, I mean, I don't racially profile a Mass when I'm at Mass, but this report had come out. And I looked around, I was like, is this a white supremacist gathering? It was the traditional Latin Mass on Sunday morning. 
and I'm honestly giving you the demographics that about maybe 40% of the congregation were white, appeared to be white. And the remaining 60% were about 30% Hispanic or Latino and 30% black. So in the mass that I was at, traditional Latin mass, I as a white male was in the minority. I was a minority at the traditional Latin mass. And I thought to myself, how funny is it that this report comes out, it gets leaked, that we're a bunch of white supremacists. When in reality, most of the people, or yeah, most of the people at this mass are not white. Then after mass, I was very touched. Uh, there was an icon of Our Lady of Czechoba, which is the Polish Madonna, also called the Black Madonna of Poland. And I saw this young woman, probably in her mid-20s. Uh, by the way she was dressed, I think she was African. Like born in Africa, not African-American, but she seemed to be African. And she was lighting a candle to the Polish Black Madonna and stand, stood in front of the votive stand and the icon. I could tell she was praying. I could tell she was very devout. This was after Mass. And once again, I thought to myself, we aren't racist here. I praise and laud this woman's beautiful Catholic faith. I just sat in the pew next to her with a bunch of other people worshiping the Father, Son, and Holy Ghost as nothing to do about race. In fact, if you read the Apocalypse, the book of Revelation, I cover this in my latest book, Antichrist and Apocalypse. At the end, it says Christ came to redeem and take as his own every tribe, tongue, and nation. We are truly international. We are Catholic. Catholic is a Greek word. It means according kata holos, to the whole, universal, according to the entire planet. That's how we are as Catholics. And yet we've got government agencies labeling us white supremacists, anti-Semitic, Meanwhile, we're praying the rosary to the, with the Blessed Mother and Jesus Christ, both of the tribe of Judah, ethnically Jewish. Our first pope is Jewish. And you're saying that we hate the Jews and that we're white supremacists? Let me tell you what this is. This is the weaponizing of government to persecute Catholics. And if you're watching right now and you're saying, oh, Taylor... I'm not worried. I'm not a traditional Catholic. I go to the Novus Ordo. Doesn't matter. They're not going to stop and say, oh, we just want Catholics who go to Latin Mass. It's incrementalism. They're after all of us. They're weaponizing government agencies to hunt down Christians. You may be watching and say, oh, I'm not worried. I'm uh, evangelical. I'm Eastern Orthodox. I'm Protestant. doesn't apply to me. I'm not a traditional. They're coming for all of us. Tucker Carlson covered it. He called it the hunt for Christians. And they're using our federal organization, the triple letter organizations. You know what I'm talking about. And they're going to persecute us. It could be lawsuits, imprisonment, just wearing you down legal fees. This is how it works. Now, fortunately, 
blessed be God, the United States Conference of Bishops have responded. When it came out, one of the things I said is, where are the bishops? The wolves outside the church have painted a target on the sheep. Where are the bishops? You know, the bishops carry the crozier, which is a pastoral staff. It has a, a crook on one top. At the bottom, it used to have a point. Like a, literally, if you go back and look at medieval croziers, it's curved at the top and it has a spike on the bottom for fighting off the wolves. It's symbolic. But the United States Conference of Bishops has issued a statement, and I would like to read it for you today, and we can talk about it. I, I like it, but there's one thing that I'm concerned about. This was issued by Cardinal Dolan, and it reads as follows. Let me first be clear. Anyone who espouses racism or promotes violence is rejecting Catholic teaching on the inherent dignity of each and every person. The United States Conference of Catholic Bishops, USCCB, roundly condemns such extremism. I want you to take note of that part, okay? Roundly condemns such extremism and fully supports the work of law enforcement officials to keep our communities safe. Continuing, quote, I agree with my brother Bishop Barry Knestout that the leaked memorandum was nonetheless troubling and offensive in several respects, such as in its religious profiling and reliance on dubious sourcing, and I'm glad it has been rescinded. We encourage federal law enforcement authorities to take appropriate measures to ensure the problematic aspects of the memo do not recur in any of their agencies' work going forward, end quote. So it's great. I'm glad the United States bishops are making an official response to it. And in the beginning, Cardinal Dolan says, let me be clear, anyone who spouses racism or promotes violence is rejecting Catholic teaching. Okay, yes, if you're racist, that's contrary to Catholic teaching. We condemn it. We oppose it always. And then it says the USCCB roundly condemns such extremism and fully supports the work of law enforcement uh, to keep our communities safe. So, yes, I agree. That's the role of law enforcement. But the wiggle room here, and I wish Cardinal Dolan would have provided another sentence. It almost allows for the profiling of the report that was leaked, the memo. It almost allows for their definition of extremism to be imputed into this statement. And that's the part that I feel uncomfortable with. There is an ambiguity here. And I, I don't know if, if Cardinal Dolan is intending it. But there is a little bit of ambiguity in that statement that could infer that the extremism as defined by whoever this federal agent is who composed this horrible, horrible profile of Catholics, that it could be baptized into this document. The other thing is, is we encourage federal law and enforcement authorities to take appropriate measures to ensure the problematic aspects of the memo do not recur in any of their agencies. That's a good part. Cardinal Dolan saying, look, we, we want to make sure that federal law enforcement isn't using profiling of Catholics. And that's a good thing. And it needs to be said. And maybe it could have been said stronger, but at least it was said. This is religious profiling as the USCCB has identified. 
It uses dubious sources. I mean, they're using puff pieces from Salon and the New Atlantic. This is not serious research. These are liberal rags. This is magazines. And they're using magazines and online blogs to create policies for federal agencies. Completely irresponsible. Cannot be allowed. So I'm glad this happened. I am a little bit concerned, just to put it on the screen, I'm a little bit concerned about the last sentence in paragraph one. I wish that could have been clarified a little bit more. But there it is. Now, what does this mean for all y'all out there? Like I said, I was in Florida. I'm not going to talk too much about it, but I met with people who would know. People who would be concerned. They all said, Dr. Marshall, this is real and you should be concerned. This is real and you should be concerned. And that applies to all of us. You'll remember the dicastery, the Congregation for Divine Worship, one of the things they're asking for is is for names and numbers of people at Latin masses to be reckoned. That's a concern. And as I said last week, no, it was actually earlier this week, I think, when I talked about it. The problem is for the Democrats and the Republicans in the United States, 30% plus of voters are Catholic. Besides male and female, that is the biggest demographic of voters in America. Whoever gets the Catholic vote wins the presidency, the Senate, the Congress, uh, local offices. And there's a fight over the Catholic vote. And we're kind of split down the middle. This is one reason why the Democrats chose a so-called Catholic, Joe Biden, to run for president. They need to get that Catholic vote. This is why they put Nancy Pelosi up as one of the most powerful positions in America, Speaker of the House, again, a Catholic. This is one reason why Donald Trump so heavily pursued Catholics, Catholic vote. This is why I'm having conversations with all these people. The Catholic vote is so important. And they've realized that the Catholic vote is divided. It used to be that Democrats, going back to JFK, they could just say, hey, we Democrats, we got the Catholic vote. What we saw over the last 10 years is a fracture, a fissure, a fault line developed in the American Catholic Church primarily around the issue that begins with the A word. Do I need to spell it out for you? Do you know what I'm talking about? Are y'all following with me? Like the video, subscribe. What they need to do now is they need to weaponize the government to disenfranchise, minimize, persecute that section, that growing powerful section. Do you know how powerful we are? Do you know how big we are getting? Enormous. 
the influence that conservative traditional Catholicism getting is immense. This is why you hear Francis talking about it all the time. It's a problem. This is why they're attacking the traditional Latin mass. It's not going away. It's getting bigger. COVID, again, made it grow. They have to do something. So they do fear, profiling, and ultimately persecution. I've been talking to you about persecution for three years now. Everybody says, yeah, but the Taylor Marshall, he's such a, like a conspiracy theorist. Okay, well, now you got an FBI document. Are you listening? Are you awake? I'm not going to get up here and say, hey, they rescinded the document, so it's all cool. Don't worry about it. Problem is resolved. I'm telling you it's serious. And I'm also telling you what St. Paul said, rejoice. Again, I say rejoice. Blessed art thou when thou art persecuted for righteousness' sake. That's a promise from Jesus. The time of persecution has revealed itself. Are you ready? Most of you are going to say right now, Taylor, I'm not ready. What do we have to do? You have to be in a state of grace. If you're in mortal sin, you got to go to confession. Like today. Not like in two weeks. You need to go today. You need to make acts of contrition. You need to love God. Love your neighbor as yourself. Reconcile. Understand the faith. Care for the poor. It's going to get real. It's going to get real. And we need to encourage each other. We need to stop the fighting, the infighting, the trad wars, the Catholic wars. I was talking to a really bright young man who's running for Senate. He said, you know, the problem with the right, the conservatives, if you got all these groups, you got your business owners and you got your farmer and you got your evangelical and you got your Catholic and they're all conservative, but they all care about different issues. So, you know, when it comes to maybe the A word, the evangelical and the Catholic will, will join arms and they'll fight together. But maybe the businessman and the owner and the farmer, maybe they're not. He says, but on the left, the Democrats, they are all united in socialism slash communism. They are all united on the A word. They are all united on destroying traditional marriage, LMNOP, all the... They're all united on these things. So every time legislation comes up, every time new bills come up, every time they can get a first down and then another first down and then another first down and kick a field goal and then get a return and an interception and run it down and get a touchdown, they're just consistent. We are not united. And sadly, I almost wanted to say something, you know, say, yeah, even within the Catholic enclave, it's fighting. I mean, there are literally people on Twitter right now and on YouTube and Facebook and all over literally fighting each other, condemning each other to hell, calling each other heretics and schismatic over questions of canon law that most of us are not even qualified to speak on. Right now, as I'm making this video, there are people ripping each other apart over 
debates on canonical regularity and schism and all of these things. Or debating on the minutia of things that have not even been defined by the Catholic Church. They'll know us by our love for one another. I need you to have my back and I and I need to take I need to cover your back. We got to be there for each other. I mean, I'm appealing to y'all watching right now. Love one another. Be friends. Help each other. Attacking each other in the parish, attacking the pastors and the clergy and all this stuff is not good. Yeah, but Taylor, I, I hear you say some negative things about people. If I've done it in a way that's wrong, I am sorry and I apologize. But on other times, it's just identifying the true problems, like worshiping Pachamama in the Vatican. We just got to say that. We just got to say, hey, that's wrong. Can't do it. We love you. We want you to repent. We want it to end. We can't do that anymore. You know, Cardinal McCarrick, molested kids, embezzlement that has to be spoken about. I know it's a, it's a difficult line that we Catholics have to walk. It's a difficult time because we feel like our pastors and our bishops don't have our back. But the threat is real. And again, the worst thing they can do to you is kill you and you become a martyr. That's the worst thing. But then you go straight to heaven, you're in the beatific vision, so it's actually a good thing. But I think suffering is coming. I think suffering is coming. And, and be not afraid. Be not afraid. God's going to give you grace. But you have to keep your connection with Christ real. You got to be, now's the time to be a real Catholic. You can't be a Christer Christmas and Easter. That, that time is over. And maybe the Holy Ghost is allowing this to make us stronger and to have a stronger church and to prepare blessings for our children and our grandchildren. There it is. So if you turn this show on today, Dr. Taylor Marshall podcast, hoping I would say, hey, I talked to a bunch of people. You're fine. Don't worry about it. That's not today's show. Well, I am saying don't worry. Don't worry. Be not anxious, Jesus says. Rejoice. Again, I say rejoice, says St. Paul. We have to be that way. But we also have to know that the rod of persecution is over our heads. It is for real. All right, so why don't we pray together? We will uh, pray the Our Father. If you didn't like the video and share it, subscribe. Do that now. And let's pray the Our Father and the Hail Mary together. Oremus. Nomini Patris et Fidi, Spiritus Sancti, Amen. And we pray this for our protection under the mantle of the Blessed Mother and with the with soliciting God our Father's protection as our true Father. Nomini Patris et Fidi, Spiritus Sancti, Amen. Pater Noster, qui es in celis, sanctificetur nomen tuum, adveniat regnum tuum, fiat voluntas tua, sicut in cello et in terra. Panem nostrum quotidianum da nobis odie, et temite nobis debita nostra, sicut et nos dimitimus debitoribus nostris, et nenos inducas in tentationem, se libera nos amalo. Amen. And now the Hail Mary. Ave Maria, gratia plena, Dominus tecum, benedicta tu in molieribus, 
et benedictus fructus ventris tui, Jesus. Sancta Maria, Mater Dei, ora pro nobis peccatoribus, nunc et ora mortis nostre. Amen. Nomini Patris, et Fidi, et Spiritus Sancti. Amen. Thank you for watching, and a thank you to Cardinal Dolan for issuing this statement. It's important. It needs to be discussed. We do need to be aware of it. Spread the news. But make sure you're in a state of grace. Make sure you're ready for everything at every time. And until next time, remember, our Lord Jesus Christ says you're the light of the world and the salt of the earth. So go out there and be salty. God bless. Godspeed. Be not afraid. Be not anxious. Rejoice. Again, I say rejoice. Blessed art thou when thou art persecuted for righteousness' sake.